Support for this program is provided by Chevron, the human energy company. This is Politico Energy. I'm Catherine Morehouse. President Joe Biden is facing a complicated Iranian oil dilemma in light of Hamas attacks on Israel. The administration is under tremendous pressure to make sure Iran does not sell any of its oil abroad. The question is, what will that do to energy prices, which the administration wants to keep low? That's Manuel Quinones from Politico's e News, and he's been tracking the thorny dynamics at play between the White House and lawmakers in Congress. Lawmakers are putting a lot of pressure on the administration to show leadership, and that includes members who are in political peril. So there's a lot riding on this for the administration politically, and of course, when it comes to geopolitics, this is the most important thing happening right now. So today, we chat with Manuel about Biden's oil dilemma with Iran, the pressure at home, and what the stakes are for global energy policy. It's Friday, October 13th. A lot of it comes down to how much to punish Iran for its potential involvement in the the violence that we're seeing in Israel. And a lot of what we're seeing lawmakers pressure the administration to do is to increase sanctions on Iran and or enforce sanctions a lot better than many people say they've been enforcing them. And, and that's been, you know, for several months, lawmakers have been saying, hey, Biden administration, we know you want better relations with Iran, but we're noticing that Iran's exporting a lot more oil than we think they should. We think that you're not doing enough to clamp down on those exports. And now that this situation happened is happening in the Middle East, which has at least some connections with Iran, the pressure has just escalated to really clamp down on those exports. Now, the dilemma is that the Biden administration wants to keep energy prices down. Gas prices have generally been going up. And will clamping down on those exports, as little as they might be, will that hurt the global market and increase the pain at the pump for Americans? So that's that's the general conundrum that the administration is is facing. Interesting. And you know in your reporting that Iranian exports have actually increased under the current set of U.S. sanctions. Can you talk about that a bit? It, it seems kind of counterintuitive. Yeah. And, and what way to make it alive is, is the United States doing enough to, for example, seeing a shipment of, of Iranian oil and going like, let's intercept that? You know, is the U.S. doing enough to block these shipments? And the belief from many critics is that, no, that's not happening. And is, and is that because the administration wants a new nuclear deal with Iran, better relations with Iran? And what we're seeing is, to add a little bit more meat to, to what we've been saying, is that a lot of the oil is going through China. So what lawmakers want the administration to do is go after people who are facilitating these shipments, not only like go and block the shipments per se, but add more sanctions, see where else in the supply chain and the market can we clamp down to prevent these exports from from getting out? Because even if it's not that much, critics say any amount of exports means more money for Iran, therefore more ability for that country to fund international terrorism. 
And we know that these attacks in Israel and in Palestine are fueling a lot of lawmakers on both sides of the aisle to call on the administration to push heavier sanctions on Iranian oil exports or even go beyond sanctions. How much pressure is the Biden administration under at this moment and how has it responded so far? Yeah, it's it's under tremendous pressure. And the response has been to reiterate that sanctions have been in place to say that the administration is trying to enforce the sanctions and that nothing will change. And what we're seeing is is the administration, and in several comments already since the incidents this weekend, is to basically reiterate that in a very stern way to kind of reassure critics that, hey, we're not backing down. We're not really doing the things we're, we're being accused of. Now, has the administration talked about, you know, let's put new sanctions? I haven't heard much of that. I've heard more questions as to how much Iran was involved in this latest violence. You know, we know that that Iran has supported Hamas and other militant groups around the Middle East, but it's still an open question as to whether they helped plan and foment this this latest round of violence. So we're hearing a lot of that. Right. And you, you talked a little bit about this kind of push and pull between stronger sanctions, even at the expense of rising oil prices And we know that Republicans in particular are quite critical of the Biden administration with inflation and rising gas prices. I'm wondering if you have any sense of how far lawmakers are willing to go here to really push sanctions, kind of knowing that's the consequence. Basically, everyone we've asked is, you know, as as go as hard as you can against Iran. Lawmakers are generally, and this is on both sides of the aisle, pretty hawkish on this. And when you ask a lot of folks, especially on the Republican side, you know, what what about energy prices? The go-to answer is, well, we should produce more here. Why are we worried about oil from Iran helping alleviate energy prices around the world? Let's just produce more from the U.S. A lot of Democrats point out that production in the U.S. is nearing record highs or is at record highs. This has gone in to the years-long fight as to what we should do with U.S. fossil fuel resources. So as soon as the as the war in Israel broke out, we knew that the conversation would immediately go to not only sanctions on Iranian oil, but also how much are we producing here? How much are we keeping in the strategic petroleum reserve, for example? And it, it really didn't take long for the conversation to go there. Also, on Thursday, the Environmental Protection Agency withdrew its new cybersecurity mandates for water utilities issued in March, citing litigation against the measures. Red states and water industry groups have challenged the new requirements, saying they were illegal, could strain resources, and duplicate measures already in place. The U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals for the Eighth Circuit put the mandates on hold while the court fight plays out. For more news on energy and the environment, subscribe to our free newsletter at politico.com slash power dash switch and subscribe to Politico Pro to read our morning energy newsletter. Some of the music in today's show is composed by the mysterious Breakmaster Cylinder. Normal Malichael is the podcast producer. Kara Tabor and Alex Keeney edited the podcast this week. Our editors are Matt Daly and Gloria Gonzalez. And that's our show. I'm Catherine Morehouse, and we'll see you back on Monday. Support for this program is provided by Chevron. Chevron is working to responsibly meet rising energy demand across their U.S. operations, like at their Gulf of Mexico facilities. 
which are some of the world's lowest carbon intensity operations, helping supply energy that's affordable, reliable, and ever cleaner. That's energy in progress. Learn more at chevron.com slash meeting demand.